Yeah, I think I I embrace you in in some in some way. I embrace the the. I embrace your your energy and that's awesome man come on dudes going on you're listening to the moron bro show here at realpunkradio.com my name is keegan (laughs) and we are the moron bros every single week we are giving you the funnest most excited most maryland Music yeah, from across the internet and more. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna. The only thing I know all. for sure about Maryland is uh, Ryan Sickler and Stavi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same. I know that uh, they really like uh, their they they really Hoagies. like their sports. Hoagies is a thing. Is that a, like is that a, the, I think they like to go to the Wawa. The Wawa. Yeah. Is that I thought is thought is that not a West Coast thing or is that no? The Wawa is an East Coast thing. The They're bringing the Wawa to Indiana. We're getting nice Wawa's in Indiana. I saw, I saw that Indiana is getting a Wawa, and that's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, what is it on the West Coast? It's Wawa on the East Coast. Uh, you got, you got AMPMs on the West Coast. That started there. Yeah, but they got another one. Uh, they got a, it's not here. They got Sinclair's with the dinosaur. Yeah, no, sick, sick logo. Yeah, but. I mean, all top ten logos, but I don't know about fuck. I'm trying to think. They, like, got, they got Jack in the Box. Is they got like a they got like a corner coast. store, and I can't think of the name. I, I I was thinking it was like Wawa, but now I can't. Whatever. I, I, Who cares? I don't know. If you know, uh, reach out to us on social medias at all my links. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, is it, 
Is it Rourke uh, a West Coast guy? I think he would. He's know. a uh, yeah Pacific Northwest guy. Yeah. Anyway, I'm to, yeah, I can't. I can't think of. Uh, What's going on, everybody? We're uh, yeah, we're, Randy's we're, Donuts in Los Angeles. Randy's Donuts. Is that that's a, a that's the one with the big like donut. A, is it a, oh, okay, okay. Famous, famous donut shop with the big. That's donut. like one place. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about like a chain. It's like a corner store chain. Anyway, dude, you flashed gotta, with Stan Musial's donuts a couple times. They got the Voodoo Donuts up in there. Aurora. The Voodoo Donuts is, is Oregon originally, and I know Denver has one. Yeah, uh, I went to the Voodoo Donuts when I went to Denver. Yeah, we we stayed right down the street from the Voodoo Donuts in Denver, and uh, I ate a lot of fucking donuts. Yeah, no, I remember we got baked out of our minds. I have one of the funniest pictures of Tyler uh, from when we were eating donuts at the Voodoo Donuts in in Denver. It was fucking one of the funniest. The funniest one I know is that school picture he took. Dude, no, it's basically that picture, but him holding a donut. (laughs) It's so funny. His school picture. It's so great because it's up on the wall as a, just a normal school picture would be. Just so fucking funny, man. Yeah. I, so for the listener, my brother uh, is a long, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white kid who is just the the, the quintessential stoner. Yeah. And he went to he went to school high as fuck. Didn't know it was picture day, and picture day was first period. So he took the most, like, just giggly, smiley fucking picture, and they they ran with that. They said no notes, went with that, and my parents hung it up unironically, and it's so funny. Yeah, because it's like my so happy because he's like, oh, he's smiling in this one. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Like, basically, from what I understand, the person behind the camera was like fucking with him, and it made him laugh, and they took the picture like right as he was giggling. And I'm like, that's, it's perfect. It's fucking perfect. It's a professional. Person knows how to get the job done. But yeah, that was. And then to have my sister and my picture right next to it, to the left and right, where we're like just doing normal person smiles. And my brother in the center just doing a full on stoner laugh. It's, it's so perfect. Anyway, CJ, what's up? We're the Moron Bros. We're here every single Tuesday. It's the beginning of the show. We should get it going, I guess. I almost forgot we were doing a podcast. I thought we were just bullshitting there for a second. Yeah. Uh, I found out the craziest shit today. Oliver Tree's coming, I think, in January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had said that. I've seen him on some podcasts, so it made sense that he was about to start touring. Yeah. I mean, he does a lot of music stuff, too. Right, of course. Uh, and it, he has Fiddler opening up for him. That is the interesting part. Yeah. yeah. Fiddler opening up for Oliver Tree. Now, it's not... It's not like there isn't any crossover between the fan bases. Uh, I mean, obviously. I'm here. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't, I, Honestly, like you were saying, I don't think I've ever had an excuse to go to see Oliver Tree. Like I could, I, I really... needed like one thing to really push me over the edge, you know. And right, like Little Big and Oliver Tree, because he did that one yeah. feature for them. Like, that would make sense. Like I might, I might go, I might go and see that, but maybe not. But I don't know because it's not necessarily my scene, you know. 
But yeah. Fiddler, that's right up our alley. Fiddler's a shit. Um, they just put out a new single, actually. We won't be playing it on the show today. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> next week. Um, yeah, I'm really interested in, in checking that out. I think it's going to be super fucking weird. I think it would be funny if Oliver Tree was just trolling everybody and he just has a guy playing the fiddle. Playing the fiddle. That would be the perfect fucking uh, troll. I yeah. mean, just... That'd be just great. I wouldn't even be mad. A tier. Yeah. A tier troll. But I think... I don't know. I mean, it, you know, I, I think it's Fiddler. I think you're. I think we're safe to assume that it's the band Fiddler. Because I think if he was trolling, it would be a Fiddler. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'd ha- he would have to. Because like if, if it, it, cause I think like Fiddler, well, has Fiddler announced the shows? That'd be you're out of control or not. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be a lot. I would laugh so hard. Are you eating right now? I I had to get a little sugar in me. <laughs> okay, okay. We have talked about it before. How you're, uh, you do come in usually uh, right off, right up, right in from work. We start yeah. going. So. Yeah, you, it, it'll be a, excused. You'll get you'll get. I had to eat a cow tail. <laughs> uh, so that that this is the this is the moron bros. Here we are. Uh, we've got. A whole bunch coming up. We've got page 75 of Mbop to the Top later in the episode. We've got our death pool, like always. Uh, we are in Maryland, because really from Delaware, it was either Pennsylvania or Maryland, and we just chose for you guys this week instead of letting you guys choose. We chose. Yeah. And we chose Maryland. Um, I'm, I, we, had a, we had an interesting time finding bands in Maryland. It was... We had more than one selection. Yeah, there's a lot of record labels uh, based out of Maryland that made made it really confusing. Yeah, I don't know what kind of offshore, you know, bank account situation Maryland has with the rest of the music industry, but for some reason, a lot of people like to base out of Maryland. Apparently, yeah, mostly hardcore punk labels. Yeah, I think I there's know. a uh, like I, I, you know what, uh, that actually kind of like Discord records and Fugazi and stuff like that. Like that all comes out of DC, <laughs> right? And so Maryland, being not DC, uh, but right, you know, yeah. very, very much DC adjacent for sure, for sure. So yeah, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of that, but we 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 found some bands and we got those coming up for you a little later on in the show. Are uh, we doing DC? I guess it's We're doing not Puerto a state. Rico. We did Puerto Rico, right? Didn't we do Puerto Rico? Yeah. What happened? Did that so happen? I, so we want to do DC or did next we do... week? I guess we would have to do Maryland and then DC, right? Yeah, I guess. And then we'll uh, probably have to have a guest on after next week so that we can get out of DC somehow. Okay, we'll probably work that out. Yeah, let's find a let's find a guest for two weeks from now. Just always doing shit we should be doing off the air, on the air, you know, like we do. It's the More Umbro Show, everybody. Actually, they might have to come on next week to promote what would be good for them to come on and promote, but we'll figure that out. We could always do another pre-record as well. I mean, like just record two next week, the one with the guest, and then one without. And then release the one without, and then release the one with the guest the following. Well, we week. would need to release the guest one first, so they would be promoting the thing they need to promote in time. 
Correct. Never mind. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Then let's. We could do that too. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You guys will find out too in time. Oh uh, man, there's new Sump too. Also not playing that today, but check it out, guys. Oh yeah, new Sump came out. Check it out. Um, but the first thing we do every single week here at the Moron Bro Show before we talk about or after we talk about uh, everything that we just talked about for. A solid 10 minutes probably um is we do our weeks in review through song these aren't necessarily songs that we've been jamming to they could just be songs that we've or that have made up our week uh you know kind of summarized our week uh cj what do you got for us this week uh i've been jamming to this it's the hallucinations and fucked up doing uh john wayne was a nazi okay hell yeah so i guess both uh how i felt all week and what I was jamming to all week. Okay. Uh, so for me, for my pick, uh, your song from last week had a hook in it that just got its hooks in me. Uh, your song from uh, Delaware by Young Boat. Young Boat. Uh, last week at my hockey game, uh, my team won, and we had probably one of our best team games in a long time. Well, no. Probably we looked good. We played well, and we didn't have like all of our guys there. It was just a very core group. And uh, the whole time, about halfway through the game, I realized that I was singing the hook to that song the whole time. I had like three assists last game. It was crazy. <laughs> like we, I played really well, and I was just like, I, I, I was singing. I was singing. Uh, I don't want to miss a thing from the armageddon soundtrack that uh, is the soundtrack in my head so i wanted to play that as my song my song for the week all right you know it, that it's stuck in keegan's head because he remembered both the artist and the title track yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard for me to do that i can i can't remember shit we got hallucin the hallucinations and fucked up coming up next with John Wayne was a Nazi young boat after that with I don't want to miss a thing from the Armageddon soundtrack. You're listening to the Moron Bros show here at realpunkradio.com. Let's check it out. Yeah. 
twist. Yeah. Young boat. Young boat on the track. I do not evade taxes. Those taxes are necessary for our public services. Take advantage of the buses. Take advantage of public transport. Get good resources. a thing from the armageddon soundtrack the hallucination and fucked up before that with john wayne was a nazi i think it was assist number two as i was skating away from the opponent's goal where i was like the last six months since x died have been the best six months of my life that I was like, oh my god, it's that fucking song. <laughs> it's that fucking song. And like, <clears throat> here's the thing: is I don't know who X is. I don't know if like that is perhaps actually something that's very offensive to somebody else. It's just so catchy. It has nothing I, to do uh, with any. I assume that he meant like his ex girlfriend. I don't know. It could be like another rapper with like, you know, it could mean like you know, it could be like Little Nas X or oh, or, or that yeah, XX X Tentacion. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't necessarily know or, you know, really want to look any further, but I'm just saying if it means more than what oh, it, no, what I it is. I think I'm mixing Lil Nas X up with Lil Peep in my mind. Yeah. I like Lil Nas X. He's the one that scares all the uh, Christian white people. Sure. He's cool. I have, He's cool. I have, it's all, I that's mad. why I like. I got uh, mad at him because he put his blood in something. That's why I like Lil Uzi Vert, dude. <laughs> Cause they, cause they do the, they do the, uh, little Lucifer. So it's like, if you say it real fast, it's Lucifer, but like, it's not. And people are just reaching, but because they do that, it's fucking awesome. Good time. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, speaking of good times. Read more in... Satanism in the hip hop music. True. There is not enough Satanism in the, in the hip hop. And it needs to be more. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we're, uh, we're doing a virtual road trip across the across the nation. It's our Do America segment. Uh, we're we're take we're going one week at a time, one state at a time. We're going across this country and we're finding music 
and we're bringing it to you, the people. Uh, this week, we're in Maryland. We're in the, the, the state of Maryland. CJ, do you know anything about Maryland? Uh, I mentioned before, I know Ryan Sickler. I know Savi Halkias. Uh, True. There's a, I mean, I, think, I know there's a lot of comedy. Uh, I've never seen The Wire. Me either. I've heard it's like really good, but every That's time like, to be epic. I just I've never I never even put it on. I've never yeah. even tried. I, I I've tried and I never really got into it, but I think it's just so dated because it was like the first like it was the beginning of the golden age of television. Like it literally is the start of like what would be considered like the golden era of yeah. just you know epic television. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I never got into it. I had just recently watched The Sopranos. So, I mean, well, like a year ago, but still pretty fucking recent. Uh, yeah, I got and, The Sopranos knocked out over the pandemic. Right. And I, and I think I might revisit The Sopranos pretty soon. Everybody's watching Band of Brothers right now because like, I guess it just, it just came up on Netflix. So everybody started oh, watching okay, it again. Okay. And I, I'm like, I I watched I rewatched it like again the I'm, whole I'm reason. Currently rewatching. Uh, I'm almost done actually. I, think I have four episodes left of uh, Honey Boo Boo Child. Okay, <laughs> that that's an interesting one to watch. I, dude, that. I re I'll tell you, I've rewatched that probably as many times as the average person has rewatched The Office. That's hilarious. I've never watched The Office. I've watched maybe. I've, I've watched it through a few times. I've maybe watched like seven or eight episodes. It's more of a Parks through. and Recs guy. I've watched Parks and Rec probably like two or three times. Yeah, for sure. Uh, about twice, I think. Parks. But anyway, uh, we're in we're in we're in Maryland. Uh, Baltimore is the capital, isn't it? It's where my beloved. It's where my beloved Colts originated, Baltimore. I don't. Is it the capital? You pulled out Dover. You were like Bam Margera with capitals of of a country. The last time. Have you seen that? The videos of him just like rattling off the the. He just knows all the capitals of every country. Annapolis. Annapolis, Maryland is the capital. Okay. I'm going to say I didn't think it was Baltimore, I just, but I couldn't remember what it was. I was looking at my other screen, and then I look over, and I see your Google. And I'm like, oh, hey, look, he's Googling something. Uh, but have you seen the videos of Bam Margera rattling off have. capitals? It's crazy. It's insane. How Can you easy. imagine when you, like, uh, him being all lit on coke at a party? Just <laughs> Bro, bro, hold on. Over, under, how many? Over, under, at 100. How many people do you think Bam Margera has had sex with solely based on the fact that he did that? It's like a trick. Like where like yeah, you think it was three? I was saying over under at 100. Say, so you're yeah, saying three less out of than every, 100. I, I would say like, th three out of every 100 chicks he's banged. Oh, okay. That's not how that works. But I get what you're saying. Okay. Well, that guy's probably, I mean, that's probably at 3% of the time. So that's probably like for him. That's probably like 33 chicks in total. Give or take two or three. I'd say he's probably had he's probably had sex with at least like 1,100 people. 
Yeah, probably. I, I am very specific when I say peep. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that's just because he parties, not like anything about him, or, or and that's not yeah, even yeah. that it would mean anything, even if it was about him. But like, I I don't think he's gay. I probably parties. Yeah, shit happens, dude. Anyway, so we're in Maryland. Speaking of Bam Margera, he's from Pennsylvania, ain't he? Yeah, he's a Pennsylvania guy. Yeah, yeah so, Westchester. Westchester. Yep, yep, yep. That's 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 where he's at. Uh, we're in Maryland. CJ, finding music from Maryland not necessarily hard, but definitely difficult. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. The record labels made it hard because it was like the coolest bands I was finding were not from Maryland. But then we got a little deeper into the weeds, and I think we we picked a couple good ones. I think we did too. Urban Crater is my pick. Uh, they they're pretty good. Uh, I was I was I was definitely surprised. Um, but they had a they had an album called Leftover Pizza, which was like a play on leftover crack. And we were talking about that last episode, how there needs to be bands that just like cover other bands' entire discography so that we listen to those songs and not yeah. fucking hate just hate while we listen to it. Um But that was not the case. It was just a good parody uh on a knockoff. So but I did find this song, which was Sack Tap Part 3. It's a Back to the Future reference. Um, <clears throat> it's, uh, it, it's pretty solid. I, I, was, I was happy with the song. I'm happy with the band. Yeah. Um, honorable mention to that band that sounded like Revolution. I don't know their name, so just, uh, I'm just giving them was an that, honorable mention. Was that the... Uh... What were they called? The Smokezillas or something? No, that you're you're thinking of um Smoke Smizoak? Smoke Zizzle or something. But that wasn't the band I'm thinking of. Okay. But that was another band that probably deserved. Too, yeah. There's a lot of yeah, there was a period there where you guys had uh really Smizoak? Cool. Was it Smizoak? I don't uh yeah, I don't know. I think it was Smizoak. Something What's like the that. Smith or something like that. Smith or something. I'm going with uh, Luxury Teeth. Luxury? Which sound exactly what I was like, what I think a band from Maryland should sound like. Yeah. Uh, their song's called Goofy's Concern. Okay. So we got Urban Crater coming up next with Sack Tap Part 3. It's a Back to the Future reference. Luxury teeth after that with Goofy's Concern. We are in Maryland. You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at realpunkradio.com. Let's check it out.
Goofy's Concern, Luxury Teeth there, Urban Crater before that with Sack Tap Part 3. It's a Back to the Future reference. That was Maryland. Thank you, Maryland, for having us in you. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We found some bands. It was it was a good time. I, I yeah. enjoyed Maryland. Um, you learned that if bands put movie references in their song titles, you'll remember them? Yeah, no, definitively. That is true. I will not forget it as long as there's a dumb movie reference in the title. Um Yeah, that's 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 uh Maryland. Next week we'll either be in DC or not. So we'll find yeah. out. We'll find out when you guys do. Uh next week when the show starts. So It's time, I think. CJ, is it time? It's time. It's time for everybody's new favorite segment here at the Moron Bros Show. It's everybody's favorite. It's Mbop to the top. Uh, an unauthorized, unsolicited biography of the band Hanson, written by old Coxsackie from back in the day, ooh, ooh, Jill ooh. Matthews. Um, we're on page 75. Yeah. Famous footballman. Mean Joe Green is our famous 75 uh, for this episode. I believe Man. he played for the Packers, right? Is that where he gets the green from? No, that's his name. His name is Mean Joe Green. Oh, yeah, he does like the commercial, the Coke commercial, where he gives the kid the jersey, right? Right, and I think he's on the Packers. I yeah, think it was just a stroke so. of luck that like one of the greatest defensive ends of all time would have the last name of Green in Green Bay. Yeah. I think it was just... In like the last, in like one of the last eras where a player basically got to start and end their career in the exact same spot if they want. Can't forget about a uh, famous horse face footballman, Howie Long, either. Howie Long was number 75. Yep. Howie Long face. <laughs> the face. Just, he just disappeared. Did he like, did he say something, you know, on air maybe? Right. Did he like support China maybe? I got they ended up just like, I think he was gone even before then. Right. I don't know. Oh, I think this about is where we find where you out. Really, say anything you wanted on television. <laughs> right. There's, there's a, there's a. Uh, he's like in with the Russian mob. He's been living in. Maybe he in went Russia on one of those uh, extra credit rants or something. Yeah. Who? Howie Long. He went on a what rant? One of those extra tendant rants that the occasional sports commentator will go on and get fired oh, for. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, that happens a lot. Actually. It does. It, there, Dude, yeah, there was... That actually like just happened not too long ago, I think. Like, and not like in, in college sports. Okay. Interesting. Where like a guy was basically saying like, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who was in the booth the, with him the was like... The other guy's like, no, I don't. I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> I'm tired of was, sitting in this booth with you. Please get fired. Yeah, and then it was just like, we'll be right back. <laughs> and then he, he wasn't right back, I think, is how it went. I was actually, funny enough, I was, I've been watching a lot of um, like local uh, broadcasts for like local sports because I've been getting into this like college hockey team that's local to us. Okay. And then also... Uh, I always I watch college, or I watch the high school football games uh, because there's a couple kids that I know who are or that I like coached 
that are like now seniors in high school that are like doing stuff. So I've been like kind of watching some of them. And I pay attention to the broadcasts, obviously, because I'm a broadcaster. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face. But I'm a, but I do pay attention to the broadcast. And like it's hilarious some of the shit these people say and they just because they don't think anybody's listening because they're not no one's actually listening but it's just some of the shit they say that i'm like oh like uh middle of the season baseball like those (laughs) those, those like eight o'clock like central team games dude oh yeah oh my god like the shit you'll hear old white dudes say on television is insane. <laughs> and never no repercussion or anything like because no one else is watching or paying close enough attention right of course dude if it was if it was like a, a, a like a you know yankees game and that guy said the shit they're saying they'd just be dead like they'd shoot him in the street all right here we go page 75 page 75 see this is where the sports talk- the audio book this- too we are getting intro. Yeah, we meant we meant to talk about sports at the beginning of the episode, everybody. We really did. And look, this is where the sports talk ended ended up. CJ, I think that's how just, we got there the first time too. What talking about uh, horse face? Howie Long. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was actually. That's fucking funny. Okay, God damn it! <laughs> like art imitates life, CJ. <laughs> anyway, uh, page seventy five. Let's get it. All right, we are at the last three words of a sentence. If you want to know how that sentence began, go back to last, last week's episode, Spotify, Apple, all the places, allmylinks.com slash the moron bros show. The support anyway. Figure it out. When the Hanson brothers were playing all around the area, doing everything in their power to get popular, they never quite made it into the Tulsa Bigs. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We we're finding out that they hate... She's- this bitch, she's bitching on their behalf. I, I, I did some soul searching this week, CJ, thinking about this because we got, we got, we got heated. They had Hansen so much love in the week. first chapter for Oklahoma and all its diversity. That's what I'm saying. They talked so much. They talked so good about it in the beginning, but I, like I, we predicted this, CJ. She's turning on him. We predicted this. No, at the beginning of the book, when she was describing Tulsa. We said they're talking all this good stuff about Tulsa because of the horrible things they are about to uh, tell us throughout the book. And this is this is it. This is a part of it. They were nice in the beginning, and now they're switching up. They're changing their tune. Fuck Tulsa. Tulsa has never had their back. Tulsa didn't want them till the money got there. I think that's what they're trying to say right now. I think they're bullshitting. I think Tulsa was fine. Different at best. It was an impra- exactly. It was an impractical ask of a city to get behind three three young boys doing acapella. Yeah, in school gymnasium. I mean, geez. and water parks, and water parks. <clears throat> Can't forget look, about the water parks. <laughs> look, you're a business genius that you worked out a gig with a water park that also got you free passes for your kids. Fucking business genius. However, I just I, you just you you fucked you fucked it with as far as like gaining quote unquote support from the music community, like the, the booming, thriving Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma yeah, music community. yeah, 
of the 90s, of the early 90s. Yeah. I'm sure it was. I imagine it's just a bunch of old dudes playing cover bands. Uh, yeah, it was just bar bands. I mean, like, really, like, what else would there be out of Tulsa? And, and like, country, honky-tonks, you know, that kind of, those kind of folks. Honkers and tonkers. Honkers and tonkers, yeah. Yeah, I'd imagine there's a lot of that, like a lot of Roadhouse situations going on. Oh, I think Roadhouse was set in Oklahoma. It might, sure. it might have been. I know, have. I know Oklahoma was, was set in Oklahoma. The, 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 the musical Oklahoma was set in Oklahoma? It you was, think? yeah. Okay. A historical fact. That'd be fucked if it was Take set in Iowa, band. though. It'd be <laughs> fucked if it was just set in Iowa. It was just they sang them. They, like, the, the main number is, is it's about Oklahoma. About like them moving to Oklahoma from Iowa, and like the whole thing takes place in Iowa. Yeah, and then they decide how great it is and stay there. Right, that's a fucking musical I would write. Uh, I think we should write a musical called Oklahoma now. Right? No, we write a musical called Indiana, and then we—it's a whole musical about being like, I bet Indiana's great, <clears throat> and then not moving to Indiana in the end because you're like, I'm not that fucking. Yeah. You know, but you know, I am so. Well, no, we. I mean, you were a child. There was, yeah. yeah. I mean, we we live here now by circumstance. Don't don't do that to yourself. Hold yourself responsible for living in Indiana. The terrible black hole. So Tulsa, Tulsa does not support these young boys. That's where we're at here. Yeah, that's what they're trying to fucking say. But I, I just. <clears throat> I, I, I don't disagree that they probably did not support them, but I'm saying that it was an improbable ask. Like, there was just no way yeah. to reasonably ask for a... And it sounded like, they, from what we heard before, they were getting a lot of support from the community. Look, Boomerang sold units. That's not debatable, right? So, you know, shut up. You're fine. My first album didn't sell shit either. I'm not fucking saying that my hometown didn't care about me. In fact, I say that I don't care about my hometown. You know, I yeah. never, you know, but my hometown never fucking made a day about me. Like, I might forgive my hometown if they made a fucking day. Up. Like, they made you certainly would day. show up. Oh, I would absolutely be there on the first David Letterman. Day. To go fuck himself. Yeah, Actually, David Letterman. Pretty bad for your comedy career. I wouldn't tell David Letterman to go fuck himself. I'd just be like, hey, can we reschedule? I had a thing. Up yeah, it's it's my down. Yeah. It's my they, yeah. They literally named a day after and me. He's also year. from Indiana. Like he is from Indiana. I would be like, hey, actually, you hey, come Dave. Here. Yeah. I was gonna say, sick idea. Why not you come back to Indiana with me, and we'll do the episode live on Keegan Day at Keegan Park that they're gonna name after me because I'm gonna fucking be there. Cut the ribbon instead of just snuffing him to be on David Letterman. I'm bringing David... Dude, if you brought David Letterman to any small town in Indiana, they would fucking... They would name the park after you that it took yeah. place in. Like, that That happened. Like, real... Uh, real shit. Yeah. A small I, enough town? I don't know. I don't know how many how many small towns in Indiana agree with... Bro, if I went to Kokomo... Uh, not Kokomo. Kokomo's got enough people in it where they might be like, hey, let's not name it. Let's not name a park after you. But let's say... Morocco. There you go. Morocco, Indiana. If I brought David Letterman to Morocco, Indiana, like, dude, they would fuck it. They'd be like, okay, yeah, Keegan Park, why not? But who, like, what, we're going to keep it like fucking, uh, 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 
Robert E. Lee Park. No, they're going to change it. They're going to be like, okay, Keegan, Keegan Park, I guess. We've yeah. been getting heat for this Robert E. Lee Park for a long time. So Way down in changed. Kokomo. It's not, uh, no, Kokomo, big enough city. They'd have a problem. Yeah. Morocco. Morocco. Like, that, like, that is yeah. a little, yeah. There's like 700 people that fucking live in Morocco. If I go there and they're like, yeah, fuck it, Keegan Park, why not? Brought David Letterman. Like, what? Do, like what? More commerce in one day than, like, we get all year. Yeah, no, for sure. They have to have, like, a street street fair thing, you know? They have to cut off the one street in town. Oh, dude, it'd be sick, bro. It'd be sick. I'd be like, I'm Mad fucking... Glizzy's just getting grilled up everywhere. Dude, I'd be cooking glizzies. I'd be yeah. I'd be manning the grill. Glizzies and the local children. I would be the grilly the, the glizzy manufacturer for the Okay, that they'd change my fucking title. It wouldn't even it'd be like Keegan Call you the Glizbot three thousand. Guy who's their name their name in the park after musician uh glizzy commander. That'd be that'd be the th- like those would be the three things that like if when they did the news and they did my interview and I'm like oh it's been a great day that'd be the things that are under for sure for sure <laughs> Jesus we're, we're like halfway through a paragraph with this let's page. go oh yeah because remember this is like a full page this is like yeah, the first full, full page yeah okay hell yeah <laughs> of course they probably shouldn't take that one personally. As Janet Robinson of SRO Productions, a Tulsa talent agency, puts it, Tulsa artists are downplayed in their own hometown. Leon Russell, a veteran blues and rock star, I've never heard of him, for example, charges more to play Tulsa because he gets more respect around the rest of the country than he does in his own hometown. Okay, so what she's saying is Tulsa doesn't have the thriving culture that she claimed it did in the first un- unreliable narrator all around i think she's contradicting herself here fucking what 75 pages in she's just like oh wait hey remember what i said uh earlier in the book not true <laughs> pretty that's, much yeah that's fucking brutal and i wanted to wait for you to finish that because i wanted to know exactly what jill matthews is trying to say here i'm, I'm curious is when she's gonna be like yeah and they're a bunch of nazis and you're like what i thought yeah, this was yeah, a exactly. diverse community yeah this, and then she's like yeah if they didn't have money they would have been you know nothing she's oh dude what if the last part of this book is her just talking shit she's just like dude page 75 her shit just tore and she was like i'm done being nice to these fucking people these rubes yeah. <laughs> Indeed, according to one of the organizers of Mayfest in the early 90s, no talent agents could quite figure out what to do with the Hansen brothers and declined to take them on as clients. See? That's what I'm saying. It's an unreasonable ask. Even the record companies and everybody were like, what the fuck do we do with this? It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't until they picked up instruments that it even became feasible to be a thing. And I think they knew that. It's a calculated move. All right, where am I at here? I lost my spot. Larry Briggs, owner of Tulsa's premier rock arena, the Kane Ballroom, confirms that Hanson never grew popular enough to play at bigger venues. 
Even the city's main rock music radio station, KTTZ, admits to being among the last to play Mbop this year, as stations all around the USA jumped on it before its official release. Okay, that's, did not. that's kind of bogus that you wouldn't jump on that. Like, oh, dude, three guys from fucking Tulsa. Let's fucking do it. You know, yeah. like, that's that's bogus for sure. For sure. Bogus. But again, like early on when it's three boys doing acapella, that's ridiculous. But I also kind of want to go back to the fact that, oh, this legendary blues artist also has trouble. Getting, it, completely different situations. Uh, you're playing contemporary blues. Yeah, uh, in the '90s, like it was just not. There was no market for that shit. Like, well, there was, but the the community was so scattered. There was no way that you were gonna make a living doing, it. and especially, yeah, probably in Tulsa. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, you you didn't ask fucking you know, uh, uh, fucking you know, who, who, Alan Jackson. You know how you doing in Tulsa? He's like, dude, I sell out in Tulsa every time I fucking go there. It's a great city. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, it's stupid. It's a stupid thing to A, compare those two bands, their acts, and then also to to say that their, their reasoning that both of them didn't uh, succeed was because of Tulsa, like the city itself. Like, Jesus Christ. I mean, the radio thing definitely doesn't help. No, the radio thing blows. Like, that sucks. And that, yeah. that that's just uncool. Especially at that but, time. That was and like- I would... I would take that as a slight as a musician. Like, fuck you, Tulsa. It's true. I would at least tell that radio station to go fuck itself. Yeah. Like, if I, if I was, if they wanted me to do an event and that radio station was hosting it, I'd be like, nah, get the other radio station. Whatever yeah. other radio, I don't care what radio station. Put me on a fucking. Put me on AM, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the AM station from them. I will not go with the one that would didn't play me, that played me last. Like, fuck you. <laughs> All right. And when the single was out, Around all right, when the single was sold out around the rest of the country, there were plenty of available copies in Hanson's hometown. Tulsans are just weird, I guess, concluded an internet Tulsa reporter. Does that mean that she just grabbed that off of somebody's MySpace or something? Yeah, that's probably just like that was a bigger part. She was like, She's like, Why is everybody? Yeah, yeah, she's like, 1997, that person was ahead of the game. 1997, somebody like had like a, a quote. Uh, where they were like, everybody in Tulsa walks around with a fussy tail hanging under their dress. People in Tulsa are just weird, I guess. <laughs> and she just took that part of the quote. People in Tulsa are just weird, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. It's like somebody's Zanga account or something. <laughs> fucking blog. It's a blog post, yeah. yeah. It was little- in like, what was that? What was that like message board? Um, it was like IRC. Yeah, maybe that's what. Or okay, like in so an AOL chat room. Yeah, in Tulsa, like, she's just like reading in, in a Tulsa thing, and somebody's like, "Tulsans are just weird." I mean, we've seen early adaptation of emoji uh, speak in true in this. So, I mean, it would make sense that whoever wrote this, which I don't think it was Jill Man. Well, I mean, it was uh, Jill Matthews, but who is Jill Matthews? Right, right, right. Who is the name Jill Matthews covering for? Uh, yeah. Whoever did that was definitely, uh, you know, somebody who was online. 
All right, we got most of a paragraph left here on page 75. The local newspaper write-ups about Hansen often displayed more surprise than praise. When the band actually did make it, one article in the Tulsa World expressed major disbelief. I thought I was hallucinating when I heard that these cherubic, largely... What are they gonna? What other terrible things are they gonna oh, say no. about the Hanson brothers? Oh, you is that have, the end? You will have to wait till next week oh. to find out the rest of the list of terrible, awful things they are going to say about the Hanson brothers. Interesting quote to pick to put in this fucking book, huh? Yeah, yeah. Almost, almost as though like you'd think like, oh, see, it's 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 normalizing that speak, but I think it goes deeper than that. I think it's it's the author justifying anything that they've said about. Hanson. By saying, like, look, here's this other quote where somebody else said the kind of weird shit I said. And yeah. it's like, well, no, nah, you know, I mean, you you were, like, commissioned. This person was just having a reaction and then fucking wrote it down. And, and it, Yes, it was weird, but not, I don't know. This might be a very selected quote. I think she's just running out of things to write. So she's just trying to, she's filling up with, uh, inter, you know, just random internet reporters. Of the 90s. True, yeah, just taking quotes. Without even giving much. their name. True, she hasn't really, fuck it, maybe this is also why it's unauthorized. She doesn't cite her sources at all. I mean, I I, I would be uh, really impressed to find out that she even knows what a bibliography is. <laughs> She's like, what a bibliography get some maybe. bitches. She's like, I'm typing this on a typewriter and I'm doing it once. <laughs> I'm never looking at this again. Yep. <laughs> the fucking, uh, what is it? Uh, Peng- Penguin Publishing can fucking rewrite this shit yep. if they need to. Have fun, Random House. Anyway, uh, that was Mbop to the Top, everybody's new favorite segment here at the Moron Bros Show. We're on page 75. If you want to hear the other 74 pages... Uh, you got to go back and listen to the last 70 or so episodes and one episode of A Weird Time Recorded. Uh, yeah, we'll be on 76 next week, so make sure to come on back and check us out. CJ, it's Tuesday, and we're a radio show on a Tuesday. And if you have a radio show on a Tuesday, you have to make sure that on a Tuesday, you are doing a two, 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 two. two. For Tuesday. Uh, what's our two for this week, CJ? I got. I'm gonna see. Let's see if I'm, I'm gonna say this right because I haven't heard it. I've only seen it written. The band's name is Prup. Prup. P W R U P. Prup. Prup. Oh, power up. Oh, that makes dude. <laughs> You, you that, that was you just figured that I was like I'm not looking at it so uh, you just I, saying it I, it took I've me been, a second yeah I've been looking at it for uh, well over a week yeah it's it's power up <laughs> okay <laughs> that's so funny I mean it's all it's all one word so no I get you no I understand yeah. I understand completely it's one of those things where like you never hear it said out loud so you just read it one way and you never look at it again because you're like no oh, that's just the way it's going. Yeah, old old friend Aaron Hibbert's band uh, always enjoyed his songwriting. Yes, 
So I was Very stoked so. to see um, him succeeding, you know, making some very fucking good music. This shit rips. Yeah. Uh, we got Power Up coming up with They Bartholomew, following that up with some Power Up with Castigation, The Simulation, featuring uh, the best of the worst. Hell yeah. You're listening to the Marlon Bros Show here at realpunkradio.com. Let's check it out. Darkness at the edge of my vision. Portents I won't prevent. It feels like so long since I last took a breath. On and on and on. It's like this every day. Societal deficit. My common sense and decency. Ideological war is here to stay. Do it! 
power up. Man, I've been saying it in my head. Like I, that's the first time I tried to say it out loud ever. I think I've just that's, been saying it in my head. Prep, prep. <laughs> Well, because we're so used to like acronym bands, so like yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't be it's not outside of the realm of possibility that this band is just a long acronym, which it could be still honestly. Like, there's no reason to to assume that it is just P W R U P all one word. Uh, it, it's that power up does sound like does pretty. Much, it's 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 lead speak for power up. I mean, yeah, for sure. So uh, go check those guys out. That was yeah, they're sick. Castigation, the simulation, featuring the best of the worst, and they Bartholomew. But that's just gonna that's that's that is gonna just about do it for us here at the Moron Bro Show. Uh, it's been a fun time. We shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to, step to, step to a bicky bicky bicky. Uh, and we won't. Uh, we'll have some music coming up, but we have one last thing to do before we get out of here, and it's our death pool. Uh, every single week, we try to select somebody that we think is going to die between this show and the next. It's not necessarily somebody that we want to die. It's just somebody that we think is going to die, and as long as death is going to be a thing, you might as well get some pizza out of it because if we select somebody who dies, we'll have a pizza party here on the show, and if you go to any of our uh, posts on any of our social medias at allmylinks.com slash the moron bros show uh you can make your guess or you can message us directly and uh, get yourself a pizza on us we'll door dash you a pizza we got your work it's gonna happen not forgotten about you um last week i went with britney spears damn big brother's gonna be in japan should we have big brother Deliver, deliver him or a pizza. pizza dude that would be awesome if we just had big bro if we just we hit him up and we're like hey man can you just like take a pizza to this address no i mean i i i really don't think there would be a lot of pushback at all no i don't think at all at all in fact yeah i mean that would be that, that is the guest i was going to try to get on the show so oh we'll hell have yeah. to explain the situation to him perhaps we do that when yeah. we have him on the show, then we really know our dilemma, dude. I'm the king of of just asking really, really, uh, like questions you shouldn't ask on on air, uh, to people, our guests particularly. Like, hey, do you want to have me on your show? Yeah, <laughs> like, like I do that shit all the time. So I have no problem having him on here and being like, like being like, hey, could, would you deliver that pizza? It'd be dope, dude. Have them bring their instruments and shit. Oh, dude, just set up out front. Have a yeah. Have a it'd be like uh, when MTV used to send people anthrax to people's houses to destroy it. Dude, they did that with um, was it Lincoln Park? Or did no, they? no, they brought it, it back in the in the two thousands. It was like in yeah, it was like in the two thousands. Maybe it was, it was System of a Down, or it was like some metal band. Like I remember Anthrax metal band. doing it. It wasn't Anthrax though that I watched. It was somebody else that maybe even Limp Biscuit. But they, dude, it was in Bloomington. Shit up. It was in Bloomington, yeah. Indiana. It was, it was like, and they, they fucked up somebody's Limp yard. It would be the perfect band for that. It would be. It would be. I would kill to go back to 2000 yeah. and watch Limp Biscuit live in a backyard. Are you kidding me? On MTV? Are you kidding Just me? Shit up, dude. Oh my god. 
Dude, I wouldn't be. Uh, dude. You'd want to break stuff. That's, that's for you, sure. That, there'd be nothing left. It'd yeah. be like an atom bomb went off within a 10-foot radius of me. The minute break stuff came on. You know MTV made them sign a waiver, too. Oh, for sure. And first of all, not repairing that lawn. Yeah, first of all, Fred Durst. Keep it in yeah. your pants. R- line one, don't you? This is a don't do that. You know Keep what? I don't. Out of you know, uh, all the people that have gotten caught up in that situation. That's I, true. He doesn't seem to be as bad as you might assume. Yeah, we don't know about Al Borland or West Borland. West Borland, yeah, his 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 compatriot. We don't know. Uh, DJ Otto, him. can't forget about DJ Otto. DJ Otto also, he's a DJ. Bridge. He's a DJ. That's halfway suspect already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just. I'm sorry. It's just off the bat. You're not. You're culpable for perhaps. He is responsible for stained though. That's a point against him, right? Mm, okay, now he's got two points against him. He's yeah. a DJ and he's ha- partially responsible for stained. It, it has been. Good. It has been a while. His record is stained, if you will. That was um, the first band Fred Durst signed to his label. Really? Was Stained? Stained, yeah. I bet, okay, hold on. Now, here's the thing. Now that I know that piece of information, I bet the guys in Stained are pretty cool. Their music sucks, and, uh, and like, I don't even know necessarily about much about them at all, and I could be completely wrong. I just but, assume that um, but everything like it, I know about the guys from Disturbed applies to the guys from Stained. I just imagine that Fred Durst has a very vibes-based... Uh, level of entry for any band that he wants to put on a label. It's not so much about like if you're good, it's like if you're cool. And I think like he probably doesn't have that bad of a of a gauge of it, maybe. You're saying he's kind of like a dealer that wants to hang out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, and it doesn't. And if you're in a band, and Fred Durst is like, oh, I like your stuff, dude. And, and you're not gonna be like leave <laughs> you know so you're gonna end up hanging out with fred Durst, and he's like hey you want to be on my label you know because he's just like hanging out smoking your weed and you're like sure man dude it's been a while it's been a while since i've been able to make money yeah. playing music so i would definitely like to be on your label fred, fred Durst. Durst like, whoa dude it's been a while it's been a while we got a song bro. about yeah. that. yeah and then that dude sure. picked up a guitar and he did a line of cocaine and the next thing you know there's a lot of back slapping and like dapping up, like they do the dapping. Yeah. A lot of yeah. dapping. I, I think imagine if you bald guys rub each other's heads in secret. Nope. I don't think they do that. And here's uh, how I know. Is because I'm I'm not only am I, have I been friends with a lot of bald people, I have been bald before. And I was around other bald people and it was always we always had this like when I was bald and you know and I was bald for uh, you know, I was a few months there. When I was bald around another bald man, it was always like this acknowledgement that we had with each other of like, no hair. What's going on? You know? And I always feel like, too, a lot of people were always like, they looked at me like, oh, you're a young guy who has no hair. Either A, they'd assume I was some sort of skinhead, or B, they'd be like, oh, he's probably going bald. So be nice to him about it. No one ever really brought it up. Once I'm bald, I'm always rubbing my buddy's bald head for luck, dude. I'm like, come on, we got to get some... 
some luck noogies in dude, here. Dude, why don't... Okay, hold on. We work with a majority of bald people. I don't understand why but you I don't, don't have do not bald can, also. It's it's discrimination at that that's point. That's such an easy thing to... That's such an easy thing to make happen, CJ. That's a discrimination. And I would, Once I, I'm bald, it's a different story. I would pay a small fortune to watch you walk up to certain uh, co-workers of ours and just rub them on the head and be like, I need some good luck, man. It's luck, bro. I really need some luck, dude. I think Hold you know. Just, I think you know. Honestly, specific, all I think the specific I, one that I'm thinking of. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Because he wouldn't be mad. He wouldn't be mad. He would just be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and you like, and, and he's like, lot, and he's all germaphobic too. So he'd yeah. lose it for a second. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, a little bit of luck. Oh man. Okay. So we need to get to our death pool picks. Last week, CJ, I had Britney Spears. You had uh, Chris Cocker of the Leave Britney Alone fame. Yeah, and neither of them passed away. So Honestly, we Chris have Cocker to. Could have passed away, and neither was. <laughs> That's true. Actually, it'd be hilarious if they were already dead. Like we we posted. We would have known about Britney, but Chris Cocker, we, I would, I would have had no idea. Right, for sure, for sure. There'd have been no way of finding out. <laughs> uh, dude, that'd be crazy though if we like retroactively had to get have a pizza party on the show because like we picked somebody who died but we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the most moron bros way to finally get it one right. Build an AI database of all of our picks and have it cross-reference everything. We should look into getting an Excel spreadsheet, but that's that's for later consideration. Uh, I'm not going to go with Henry Kissinger this week, CJ. You're going to let it ride for two whole weeks. I've done it before in the past, like when we've skipped weeks and stuff, so like I'm not too worried about it. But if he fucking dies this week, dude, I'm going to be so goddamn... Like, the rage that will build up in me will be unreal if he, if he dies this week and I didn't pick him. But I'm not going to pick him we brought up Howie Long earlier in the episode, and it got me thinking, we haven't really heard from Howie Long in a long time. In a and, long time. And he could be, he could be, you know, on the way out. And then maybe that's why we haven't heard about him. Well, yeah, we don't even know. He's missing, like, Richard Simmons. Right. So I'm going to go with Howie Long. All right. He's probably like doing sports casting and we don't know it. He's probably yeah. like on television, national television. Probably, yeah, weekly. every week. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I mean, weekly. you're the one that watches football. You would know better than me. <laughs> and we just don't see him. So we just both are like, yeah, Howie Long? Missing. No, yeah. no one's like, seen Howie Long in years. It's like coaching a D1 college team right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I hope that's the case. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, what I what I consider to be Howie Long's Charles Barkley. Okay, and that's Terry Bradshaw. Terry, motherfucking Bradshaw. Now I know he still commentates nationally. I saw him over the is weekend. He? he is okay. rough. He looks like he looked rough the last time I seen him. That's he looks like uh, um one of the dwarves from uh Lord of the Rings. That's why I called him Charles Barkley and not Shaq, because he's the right. Which is, which is crazy. Which is crazy that Charles Barkley is the smaller human being in this duo. But <laughs> he looks like a dwarf, but like bigger though. Like he, 
I mean, he's still six foot. Like, Howie Long's tall as fuck. I was gonna say Howie Howie, Howie Long is just a like big seven motherfucker. Footer, yeah, right. I don't think he's seven foot. I think he's probably like six four, six. But pretty sure, yeah. But they they we'll see. I was gonna say you're looking up Howie Long. I gotta know. Yeah, you gotta look him up. Yeah. Howie Long News. Go to Howie Long News. Howie Long's wife? Howie Long's wife was born in 1982. Okay, that's interesting. He was probably still, he was playing football in 1982. What happened to Howie Long? Studio analyst? He he is literally on national television every single single week. We are fucking, we're dumbasses. Six foot five. Yeah, six five, dude. Look at that. What I say, six five. Yep. Charlottesville, Mass. Off the dome. I was wrong about everything else concerning this man for the last hour. <laughs> but I got, I nailed his his height. Ninety one and a half sacks. That's wait, is that given up? Is he offensive? No, he's a defensive end. Ninety one and a half sacks. That is a lot of sacks. Yeah. 1960. Yo, he was playing in 1983. That's fucking awesome. I was, I was kidding. He was drafted in 81. Oh, what? When his wife was born. Talk about problematic age gaps, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's whatever for sure. It looks like she was a model at some point. Okay. And he she was like, a, a, she got a little bit of a horse face herself. Yo, she looks like Carmela from fucking Sopranos. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she, she looks does. like Carmela Soprano. And which is her children are just straight up horse face. Yo, well, How, Howie Long Jr. was on the Bears. He was That's an offensive. True, yeah. That's why I was thinking. Or no, Kyle Long. Kyle. One Long of them. Yeah. Was, is I think he is on the Bears, or at least was. Um. So I mean, they got like yeah, they got a bunch of big big motherfuckers in the family. Just big old corn fed boys. I mean. Howard yeah. Long Jr. Oh, dude, look, wait, 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 wait. Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Look who people also search for. Terry Bradshaw. Terry fucking Bradshaw, dude. Yeah, goddamn right. That's he's a great the, pick. Does he not fucking, look like a fucking dwarf? This is Charles Barkley. Yeah, no, he does for sure. He should he definitely looks, be in the live action. Uh, he looks like one of the Lord of Snow White, dwarves. for sure. Oh, yeah, dude. He should be one of the seven dwarves, he's for sure. Jimmy Johnson, that guy. Rob Gronkowski, dude, that's that's like a that's a sleeper pick, I think. Yeah, because at any time he could he like jump hard. out of a his moving car. Could, yeah, or yeah. His heart could stop. Yeah, right, because he's so big. Again, like the Great yeah. Dane. We were talking about Great Danes not too long ago. Yeah, because of Shaq. Al Davis, I don't know who that is, but he's looking Jesus. No, Al Davis is dead. Al Davis died. Oh yeah, he died. That's not a great. They should. They should. Get, oh, wait, look up Al Davis Jr. Hold on. Look, look, look up. Look up Al Davis Jr. Though, he's got the greatest haircut in football. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Al Davis Jr.'s fucking haircut. Yeah, he does. Oh my god, dude! This guy went to the barber and said, uh, "Fuck me up, G." That's exactly this, why, if you're listening on RealPunkRadio.com, you should go to Twitch. Yeah. 
after the show because these are the kinds of things we do exactly. Oh man, and the barber was like, "I got you, fam." There's no I'm barber gonna, involved in that. I am gonna fuck this, this up, dude, dude. This dude does his own shit. No doubt. I, no, no, not he's a billionaire. Yeah, he owns I, the Las Vegas Raiders. I understand that, but this he's cut, man he's for sure cutting his own hair. No, he gets yeah. no. This that's, is what it's like. Dude, half of every COVID cut. He's he. I I guarantee he's got some sort of Epstein situation. Maybe not like with little girls. Maybe with legal women. Uh, but they cut his hair and they're like straight out of the fucking school. And he's like, "No, you're doing great." And then he's the whole time he's slipping them thousands of dollars to sleep with them. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. There's no reason for a billionaire to have your hair that fucked up. I think he's doing it himself, dude. I think, I think it's a wig. I think he's pitching pennies. That's I literally, I literally just thought about it that maybe that's a wig. No, and you do it on purpose because it makes people. It's kind of like a, the Trump effect, right? Where like if your hair looks stupid enough, people will just stop talking about the fact that maybe it's not hair, and they'll be like, "No, that's stupid," instead of saying that it's fake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe. I don't know, dude. I think he's just I think he's literally putting a bowl on his head and cutting his own hair. Uh somebody's we, putting <laughs> somebody's putting a bowl on his head and cutting his own hair. Somebody is fucking this man up. It looks like Al rag. Davis Jr. cut his hair yesterday. Or Al Davis Sr., I mean. <laughs> Al Davis Sr.'s dead. I know. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Uh Make sure to go to allmylinks.com slash the moron bro show. Go to our weekly post. Make your selection for this week's death pool. And that's going to do it, CJ. That's it. That's us. That's all. That's everything. Uh, we've just got some music to play. What do you got for us? We got another new Hamelon trial song. It's an old song uh, done in a whole new way, though. Uh, and that's Prey. We're following that up with an EP from Polish band Incident. It is a self-titled EP, and it fucking rocks. Yeah, I was like, uh, well, you were just had it on, and while we were, you know, kind of getting ready for the show, and I was like, damn, this is really good. And you're like, yeah, it's the EP. I was like, oh fuck. You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. I'm CJ. I'm Keegan. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday. Hail, Hail Satan. Satan. Come on. Come on. Come on. Are you Christians better pray? Are you Christians when you say and say? Are you Christians when you pray and pray and hope? Are you Christians better pray? And you scare me with your child. And you're fucking fucking justifying yo All your questions better pray Don't be quoting on the Bible teaching Cause you ain't heard of where he's preaching so
talking about that Bible there With all the men with curly hair Not a white man in the Bible, not a one Pay close attention to that Bible with your rope and your gun You might want to get your feet off her neck, hands out of her body I detect such an arrogant desire to dominate Jerking off behind a chalice with your malice and your hate so when you're banning books, I insist Put the Bible there on the top of your list You think Jesus would think your judgment's okay? Then I respond, fuck you, have a nice day Let me also say this so you're aware I ain't arrogant enough to think I know more than my share Faith has been wrestled by history's greatest minds Who emerge believers on the other side But you evangelicals that say that hell awaits And your ass will be dancing through pearly gates well, you're headed to hell, fried like Chick-fil-A. You best hope there's no hell. You better pray.